welcome to Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. I'm Allison Yanez, and I'm joined by my co-wrangler, Jacob Murdoch. Hello, everyone. It is time for our, what is it now, semi-annual, like, preview of arts and culture yeah. coming up. It's very exciting. The spring slash winter is a very exciting time here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas in yep. Southern Nevada. Otherwise known as winter slash spring. Right. I get the <laughs> cr- chronology messed up. Whatever, science. Yes. But we wanted to uh, bring you guys this podcast and let you know of um, some upcoming arts, culture, and sporting events that we're looking forward to at the start of 2019. And always remember, if we miss something, like, we don't know everything. You may think we do, and thank you for that. Uh, But let us know. Hit us up on social media. Send us an email. Like, tell us what we're missing so we can share the good news with everyone. Yeah, we're pretty funny on there, so do make a point to uh, reach out, please. Right. If you communicate in gifts, the more the better. Yeah. All right, so Allison, what what are you looking forward to? Dude, I mean, in true Battleborn style, I plan to start my year off on a very Western note when I attend the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering um, that takes place in Elko, Nevada from January 28th to February 2nd. Um, this will be the first year that I attend. It's a gathering where ranchers and cowboys get together to share their poems and stories talking about working the land. And in my mind, it's a beautiful ode to the state of Nevada and our landscape. And there's a bunch of events that are scheduled. There's poetry and music, arts and crafts, cooking workshops and lectures. There's even a Cajun and Zydeco dance workshop that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get me, get my Zydeco on. And um, yeah, I'll actually be celebrating my birthday there. I'm really excited about that. And also a little bit... Finally 21. Yes, exactly. I'll finally be able to drink. Um, And also a bit of history. Uh, You know this probably, but Elko is home to a sizable Basque community. Yes. uh, Part of the movement of Basques that came out to the West to work as sheep herders. And they speak Basque and are very proud of their culture and traditions. And they're proprietors of a couple of uh, awesome restaurants. I've visited a couple in, um, in the past. So I'm really looking forward to that heck yeah that sounds awesome yeah. uh if you don't participate in the yodel contest i will be upset so oh, you need to just rest jo- join in on the yodel contest rest assured i will i will partake okay yeah perfect you'll just have to listen to a lot of jewel before you go to learn the yeah, ways of, that of would, that's, lady yodeling I she is actually a world champion yodeler i believe you've so, told me yeah, that yeah, yeah that's cool that's cool well, that that's super exciting. I'm I'm bummed. I'm gonna miss that. Um, mm-hmm. So I know you already know that. I don't want to rub it in. Yeah, I mean the people that I'm going to, they're really gung ho about it. We're gonna go out, and I already have some cowboy cowgirl boots. Um, but we're gonna get we're gonna get bolo ties and like western shirts and the whole you know shebang. Right. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. How about you? Very cool. Well, uh, you know, coming up in January, one of the events that I actually always make it a point to attend also because of work is the Mob Month programming at the uh, main library, the one that's on Flamingo, just east of Maryland Parkway. Every Tuesday night in the month of January, they have really cool mob programs. Um, I know this year they have uh, at least one film screening. Uh, they're also having a, a Prohibition-era band that comes in and will play. Hmm. Um, and uh, so there's always lots of cool stuff it's always open to the public and free it's in the big um the tuesday night programs are in the big theater and so there's always plenty of space for for folks but they always have some really great programs 
Um, and then, uh, you know, lots of like interesting people uh, mm-hmm. as well that go to those. And so there it's, uh, I believe it's seven o'clock every Tuesday in January at the main library. Uh, that so, would be the Clark County. Yeah. The main library. Clark County uh-huh. library, okay. Flamingo, roughly Flamingo and Maryland Parkway. Mm-hmm. It's on, Flam- it's on Flamingo, right? Just east of, of Maryland Parkway. So okay. that's one of my more favorite, favorite things that I've done now for the past few years uh-huh. is, is go to at least a couple of those every every year that's yeah. cool that's yeah. cool something different something very las vegasy as well though mm-hmm. you know yeah um something at the beginning of the month uh in january actually let's cut this because this is going to come out in february i'm sorry did no I... this episode's coming out in, in two weeks oh okay Alrighty, so we're not cutting that. <laughs> uh, we got the Civil Rights Film Festival that uh, takes part. It's part of the African American Heritage Month, and it's going to take place on Saturday, January fifth, at the West Las Vegas Library. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Is that is? Do you know is that the first time it's happened, or is it happened before? That uh, that film festival. Uh, I couldn't say. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's very exciting, though. Yeah, very exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, is is kind of related to civil rights in a very uh, uh, tangential but direct way is the legislative session for yeah, Nevada starts February 4th. Um, so that is a big deal for all of us that are listening to this program that live in the state of Nevada. There's a lot, uh, if you don't know, the way that Nevada works is that we have a legislative session every other year. Most every single state in the union has a legislative session every year. So we're different because we're Nevada, and we determine a budget for two years based on this, like, four-month-long legislative session. Mm -hmm. So this is a big deal. Lots and lots of stuff is going to be passed. It moves very quickly. Um, So we will make sure that we're doing our part to keep you informed, but it's important for you to know February 4th is when the legislative session starts. You're going to want to make sure you're paying attention. You can call or email or go up to the legislature and give people your input. Here in Las Vegas, you can also go to the uh, Grant Sawyer Building often has um, hearings that are beamed in via the interweb to mm-hmm. Carson City. So they're you can also testify fun. there. Yeah, they yeah. are really cool. So, um, you know, because the state legislature and the governor are controlled by Democrats, um, there's likely to be a lot of new education and social services um, bills that are going in. So it's going to be an important time for for some hopeful some great progress coming through yeah good, good so i'm excited stuff. i'm excited for that also i'm a political political nerd you know this yeah so indeed very indeed. exciting well on a very completely different note there's a really cool exhibit that is going to be running at the uh unlv's marjorie barrick museum uh the exhibit is called axis mundo queer networking in chicano la and it's going to feature work by chicano x artists from la and it'll be running from January 11th to March 16th. So looking forward to that. Oh, um, and cool. also talking about UNLV. So recently in the month of December, the the chair of the UNLV art department and a local artist and desert companion photographer, Brett Holmes, have been launching a series of performance art nights. And it's they're called Radar. And they take place at the building... Um, where the Tilting the Basin exhibit took place. Oh, right, right. That uh, warehouse area. 
Right now it's in its beta taste uh, testing phase and they've opened it up to both performance and visual artists to showcase their works, be it poetry, museums, oh, uh, cool. musicians, acrobats, like everyone is invited and they're kind of like workshopping their, their stuff. So um, I haven't been yet, but I heard it's very, very cool. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, other, other art that I'm particularly excited about and unless you have been living under a rock have have uh, haven't heard about this um, but it's very exciting that um, their Bellagio Gallery of Fine Arts is doing uh, an exhibit of works of uh, Kusama um, there's two particular installations that are offering what they call unique wonderlands of light and reflections so essentially these infinity rooms that you've been seeing on Instagram and Twitter and other social media so Bellagio Gallery of Fine Arts has them has a couple here for us to check out. So it is very much a reason to go to the strip. I know you traveled all the way to Los Angeles to see some of these. So I did. I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning to get in line at the Broad. Um, it's ticketed. They don't charge, but um, if you're not able to get them like online, you have to stand outside. So oh, yikes. I was told that there, like by five or six o'clock in the morning, there was like. 300 people in line so yeah we got there really really early um it was worth it i i really enjoyed it it was quite an excursion so um it was fun but i'm happy that the bellagio now has this um semi-permanent exhibit going on yeah so we we've got it until april 28th so make sure that you get your tickets before then. Mm -hmm. I will say the exhibit runs from 10 a.m to 7 30 every day mm -hmm. uh, it's 15 dollars however us locals with our sweet local ID, mm -hmm. we can do $11 to get in Wednesdays, 5 to 7 p.m. So yeah. definitely a good deal. Um, I mean, if you can find a way to get down there with free parking, that's even a better deal. But definitely, you're going to want to check that out. I would I am, say park at the Venetian. Yeah, and just have a nice, nice little stroll down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so we only have it until April, so or the end of April. You're going to want to make sure you hit that up yeah. very soon. Oh, you know what? And I actually, so I'll add on to that. If you're on the strip already, go head over to the city center and check out their fine art collection. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that um, at the Louis Vuitton store. Mm -hmm. James Terrell's A Cobb is on display. You can check that out. It's a submersive, immersive uh, light installation. And throughout city center, there's a bunch of pieces of art. Uh, there, Nancy Rubin has something. Right. Um Maya Lin, there's yeah. a Henry Moore, Reclining Figure. There's a bunch of cool stuff. So I've taken you to do yeah. that. That's fun. So You know what I think we should do? Yeah. Battleborn Field Trip, like uh, with listeners. Oh, gosh. Should we organize like some sort yeah. of trip for them? Yeah. I think our listeners would like yeah. that. Yeah. If you're into this, you let us know. Yeah. We're, we're going to do this. It's a thing. Yeah. We should do it before uh, the Kusama closes. Uh -huh. So we'll do Kusama city center yeah, and we can walk and a from there. yeah and uh the cosmo is between those two properties right. we could go get a slice of secret pizza <gasps> no, or ghost... donkey kong ghost, ghost face killer, killer. Oh. oh yeah we okay okay well this is the first podcast outing involving our listeners so listeners you didn't ask for it but we're gonna give it to you I, so I can... you're welcome <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm all about consent 
Hey, we're not <laughs> can, forcing it upon no, anybody. Not. I can think it, it may just be you and me going on this trip, which is fun. fine. That'd be fun. I can right. think of a couple of people that would be interested. So right. good job. Um, virtual mm-hmm. fist pump. Well, we That's actually right. fist pump. Yeah, pumped. we did. Good. Cool, cool, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. What else? What else? Uh, so um, another thing uh, related to art that um, I'm really excited about, and I have... Uh, sadly, never been to this, but it's the dark arts market oh, yeah. um, that have been taking place for the last year. Uh, they're celebrating their first anniversary party on February 9th at Cornish Pasty. Um, so you're going to want to check that out. So if you like things that are like macabre or kind of dark or kind of uh, um, occulty, like you want to check out the dark arts market. I know Alice and I, we've talked about this before. We have mm-hmm. a, actually a, a friend of ours um, she has a booth there with her husband and they sell some cool stuff there. So yeah. we're really excited. Um, I'm really excited for it. I want to check it out. Um, and it'll be a perfect time cause it'll be uh, a month or so after Christmas and, uh, you know, I'll get to maybe have some, some extra change to spend on some cool dark pieces of art, which sure. is my favorite. Yeah. So, Plus there's yeah. pictures of miners. Yeah. There are miners in Cornish Pasty <laughs> and, and they serve delicious cider. It's one of the only places with like more than one cider on tap, which is a big deal for me because yeah. cider's awesome. I just was reading a blurb. Um, someone was talking about Cornish pasta and they're like, glorified hot pockets. And I was like, oh, that's rude. Right. That's not fun. No, if the miners of Cornwall could uh, could come off of those those pictures, they would they would assault maybe they're with from their the state mining of, may- axes and picks those uh, people that would call them glorified hot pockets yeah not yeah. cool not cool not cool no, no. Mm-hmm. um something i'm really excited about so the contemporary west dance theater formerly known as the las vegas contemporary dance theater will be putting on a performance called heart and soul on february 8th and 9th uh-huh. uh, at the west las vegas library theater um, with music by Michael Bublé and Ella Fitzgerald. Michael so, Bublé. Yeah, so it's going to be like uh, Valentine's Day themed. Oh, that's very sweet. For those that like that crap, but yeah. Right. <laughs> Love. Ugh. Exactly. The worst. The worst. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, one of the uh, performances coming up that I'm really excited about, um, and I've talked to you about this, but it's the it's at the Smith Center, Yay Smith Center. Yay. Um, but the specific play is called Come From Away. Now, if you're not familiar with this story, it is a Tony Award-winning play, but it's the true story of a small town that welcomed the world. So uh, in on 9-11 of 2001, um, a small town in Newfoundland, Canada, which is a very the smallest of the provinces in Canada, um, a town which is called Gander of 7,000 people, um, they actually welcomed uh, a plane full of folks who were diverted um, from landing in New York City to their small island uh, community. Um, and so the, the whole play is kind of about how the town welcomed these, you know, strangers uh, who were in a really bad place because, you know, the world had pretty much changed in the matter of moments. And so um, it sounds like a really excellent musical. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a lot of the music from it. Um, my brother and sister-in-law were actually married in Newfoundland, which is where I first heard of the story. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there is a, a part um, in the, the, the musical where they do what's called a screech-in, uh-huh. which is where you become an honorary Newfoundlander. Um, and I actually did that when I was in Newfoundland as oh, well. Yeah. You yeah. took a gander at it? Well, 
I did more than take a gander. <laughs> so uh, what you do for to be screeched in, at least where I went, and I have a, a certificate to prove it. So if you're questioning my authenticity, I will I, I will show dare. you my certificate. I, I believe you. Um, but what you do is you uh, you eat a, a piece of liverwurst. Uh-huh. Uh, you recite uh, a, like a an oath, if you will, that is in the very funny... Newfoundland English, uh-huh. um, which is kind of like a cross between like Canadian accent plus Irish, because mm-hmm. they are they are Irish in Newfoundland. So I'd be really um, good at it. You would be excellent. <laughs> yeah. um, and then what you do is you take a shot of the Screech rum, which is made in Newfoundland, so it's not a Car- Caribbean rum. It is a it is a very cold huh. uh, North Atlantic uh, Canadian rum. This is new it's, to me. It's disgusting. Oh, what and is then it? you kiss a codfish. On the lips. Okay. Yeah. And multiple people kiss the same codfish. So basically, yeah. So I that's how I became an honorary Newfoundlander. Oh, that's you nice. can learn all about it if you go see Come From Away at the Smith Center. It sounds which, delightfully Canadian meets Harry Potterish. Yeah. yeah. And it's playing February nineteenth through the twenty fourth. Get your tickets now. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yes. Well, speaking of uh theater, a couple local theater productions that I'm excited about and I'm spilling my coffee right now on my laptop. Um, I'm excited to see August Wilson's uh, Fences, performed by the Mm. Nevada Conservatory Theater, which runs from February 9th to the 18th. Then there is The Accidental Death of an Anarchist at the Cockroach Theater, which runs from January 23rd to February 10th. There's another play called Small Small Mouth Sounds. It'll be performed <laughs> at a public fit. This oh, is very cool. interesting. It's about a group of strangers that go on a silent retreat. And so there isn't a lot. Of, there's really no dialogue in the performance. Okay. They're just... Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then lastly... Oh, that runs from February 15th to March 10th. And then Spring Awakening, the music, obviously, a must-see at Majestic Repertory, which runs from January 10th to February the 3rd. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Those lots sound, of cool stuff. Lots of cool stuff mm-hmm. coming up. <laughs> Excuse me. That's okay. In the world of sports, which, you know, is a topic we are, is near and dear to our hearts here. To at, all of us. Yeah. Yeah, of course. At Wild and Free Battleborn <laughs> Podcast, yes. as you hear so often about them. Yes, yes. Um, but exciting news in sports are just things to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, on April 9th, uh, our, our baseball team, the now called Las Vegas Aviators, formerly the Las Vegas 51s, will kick off their season at the new Las Vegas ballpark in Summerlin, um, right at downtown Summerlin. It's Aviators because of Howard Hughes? Yes. Okay. Um, why Why the design? Do you know what went behind? What, what? I think someone was drunk, and yeah. a whole line of people that were also drunk approved the design. It looks like Robocop meet, meets a bumblebee. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's really terrible. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the jokes that I saw on Twitter were that it was the same designers as the uh, UNLV logo, one that was universally panned. Yeah. So, I'll actually, I think the UNLV logo one was far superior to the Las Vegas Aviators. Yeah. Don't worry, Aviators, I will still be spending my money to come see the baseball team. Yeah, but I for will sure. mock the logo, and I will wear my 51s and or my um, Silver Kings stuff I in mean, order to go to the games. I know I, I know this is a controversial sub- subject, but um, I, I thought, what was the, Cosmo was our older, Cosmo, yeah. right? He's a creepy dude. I know y'all love or him. Awesome. Awesome, but you know, he's kind of weird looking. So, I think this weird ass logo is going to grow on us. I hope so. And you just mentioned Cosmo, which is a soft spot in my heart I because know, I'm he sorry. he allegedly will still be 
a parent or at some of the aviators games before he's officially retired at the end of next year. It'd be really cool if he set up, uh, if it was like he appeared occasionally like a pop-up and he brought you chicken sandwiches from Scotch 80s. I mean, I would would, be down for that. You would be so happy with that. I'm going to see if I can arrange that, if I can like tweet someone to make that happen. That would be the equivalent of a candy uh, striper visiting you in a hospital. Cosmo dressing up. Or Cosmo coming over and bringing you Scotch 80s chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone out there can make that happen, you would be my hero. Please do. Yeah. And <laughs> then in the other world of sports, in uh, March, late March and early April, of course, well, is uh, March Madness, which is a big deal here in Las Vegas. Not necessarily if the UNLV running Rebels don't make the tournament, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, we host a few of the basketball conference championships here. And then, of course, this is a kind of party central for March Madness. And so I always enjoy all the different activities that go on, great happy hour specials, and then um, working downtown. Sometimes on my lunch, I'll go actually and I'll go watch some of the games. And the the casinos generally have like open rooms where you can go check out the games and get like hot dogs and stuff for real cheap. So Mm. it's a great, great entertainment. I'm not a better, so I do not gamble on the games, but they're a lot of fun to watch. I think college basketball is the kind of the, the, the greatest the greatest sport to watch in all the land uh, because the, the players are really playing their hearts out. And, uh, you know, it's it's less most of those players aren't going to make it to the NBA. So it's a lot different than some of the other college sports like they're they're really playing their heart out because that is that's this is the last time most of them are going to be playing sports. Is that kind um, of mean of you to say no? Well, there's just not enough spots in the NBA. It's not oh. a. it's more of a oh. it's more of a the. Uh, the supply is really huge and the demand is really small. Okay. So okay. it's just because you think about each NBA team only has, they only will take 12 players on their team. And most of these college rosters are a lot larger than that. So, mm-hmm. um, and there's, you know, like, you know, 64 teams that play in the NCAA tournament. Uh-huh. And that's, that's you know, just the top 64 teams. There's still a bunch of teams that are really good or have really good players that don't make the tournament. So you're thinking there's a there's a lot of lot of lot of talent out there that then will not play in the NBA just because the NBA doesn't have that many players. It's not like the NFL where like each roster has like over you know there's like 50 people on a roster. Fascinating so it's stuff. way different. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All more right. more people have a chance to make the NFL than they or the the Major League Baseball or you know soccer like they're they're just their teams are larger. Basketball teams are so small. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I know guess. you're a sports expert, yeah, so um, you're just you're just asking questions I to help out the listeners. Yeah, I literally don't know what you're talking about, but I right. do enjoy live. Um, I I enjoy any live performance of any type, so I like showing up and watching baseball and soccer and whatnot. So yeah, exciting stuff, exciting stuff. Um, not sports related, but equally as <laughs> exciting, if not more. Uh, the fifteenth <laughs> annual Damn Short Film Festival takes place in Boulder City, Nevada. If you guys don't know, um, well, this it's it's. They're in their 15th year. Um, It runs from February 7th to the 10th. I've uh, been in the past, and it usually features about 100 short films, and they have viewings divided by the genre. So there's drama, comedy, animation, sci-fi, horror, and truly the caliber of the films shown are quite spectacular. I remember uh, the first couple times I was really blown over and 
um, you know, there's not a lot of places to watch short films if you're not like in an no. academic setting. So this is a good opportunity to go check out submit. Uh, the submissions are from all over the country. Gets you out to Boulder City. It takes place at this old historic theater. Yeah, it's cool. It's theater. really lovely. So that's another thing that's coming up. Sounds like a damn good time. <laughs> yes, no pun intended. No, I think there's a pun there. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay, alrighty. Well, damn good time. Yeah. Well, alright. In a damn fine city. From your words to God's mouth. In a damn fine state. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try to see if I can fit damn more in there. All right. You gonna keep on going? No. No. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm done. Okay. All right. Well, I'd also like to share about the Nevada Preservation Foundation's event. They are going to be hosting on April 26th to the 28th their Home and History Las Vegas event, and um, it celebrates the important and historic architecture in the greater Las Vegas Valley. If you're a fan of architecture, design, or history, you should definitely check it out. In the past, they've hosted both walking and bike tours of historical neighborhoods. Um, You get to go inside some of these homes. They're really wacky and wonderful. Um, They host vintage-inspired parties at these fabulous mid-century homes. There's even, um, last year there was a really cool talk about breeze blocks that I missed out on. Um, and oh, this that year, been awesome. yeah. Um, and this year, they are going to host a. So they're. I guess it, it looks like they're expanding, uh-huh. and they're actually going to have a home tour a, in Boulder City. Oh, cool! And oh, so our past one of the damn guests, homes. A damn home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, there's a Frank Lloyd Wright out there somewhere. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you mm. look, it's it, it's the. Um, it's shabbier than most, but it's out there. Um, we should drive out there. That's yeah. another trip. But um, our past guest, uh, Kim, uh, was really excited to hear that they're going to be doing that in Boulder City. Yeah. So shout out to Nevada Preservation Foundation. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then around the same dates um, actually is the Believer Festival, which is presented by the Beverly Rogers Carol C. Harder Black Mountain Institute. That is a mouthful. Um, but the Believer Festival <laughs> is a roving literature, music, and art festival. Um, this year it's taking place on April 25th to the 27th. And past years, we've had readings and performances by Barry, Jen- Barry Jenkins, Aparna Nansharla, and other really cool writers. So, really and musicians. Cool stuff. I yeah. saw Jim James and Tift Merritt there during the inaugural Believer Festival. That's very true. Jim James, more, more famously known as lead singer of uh, My Morning Jacket, mm-hmm. and his performance was out fucking standing. It was really cool. And yeah. it take the uh, the festival is really cool. It takes place all over downtown. Um last year they launched their like inaugural party took place at the Red Rock Amphitheater and they had a bunch of readings and stuff. So it's a it's a really great event. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about is is uh you know also in April uh between kind of the 12th and the 21st um, during the time that Coachella is taking place mm-hmm. uh, in California, um, we often get some really great bands that come and perform. Um, I have never been to Coachella. I don't have a desire ever to go to Coachella, but I do love when Coachella happens because we get some amazing shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the lineup for Coachella has not been announced yet, so we're not sure who we're going to get, but that'll happen actually probably pretty soon here. So um, it'll be exciting to see uh, who Las Vegas and our amazing venues here scores. I know last year I... Um, Probably the best performance I saw during the time was uh, the Norwegian singer Aurora, who opened up for Alt-J, who has a song called Breeze Blocks. 
Oh, really? So there we go. Full circle. You know Full what? Full circle. Um, as I was researching, I couldn't remember the the term of the uh, construction material, and I Googled it. Uh-huh. it. It actually, Breeze Blocks is a, oh, it is a song, and I think it yeah. has like a naughtier Yes, Some it does not. It is not meaning. about building materials. It is not building materials. No, no, no not about building materials. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it should be great. We oh. should be exciting. I know. Um, I mean, almost every venue in town will will host some f- phenomenal uh, performer during mm-hmm. Coachella weekend. So it's it's always a good time. Cool. So be on the lookout for that too. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds exciting. Well, this has been um, wild and free. Yeah, I mean, no, I was gonna say (laughs) Um, this has been our roundup of uh, the next quarter's events that are coming up again. If you guys um, come across some cool events, do let us know. We are going to be taking a small hiatus. Right. Um, So, but you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, if you miss us in the interim, and we'll be coming back in 2019, um, full steam ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. We're going to kick some damn ass. Boom, boom. So thank you so much to our listenership. Um, Thank you again. Uh, It's been a year, and um, we're very grateful. Yeah. So this has been Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast who's our phenomenal team that has been with us every step of the way this year, Allison. Jose Sotelo has been with us. He's our producer. Um, today we are not taping in the Den of Descent. We are no. taping at an undisclosed location, and um, our previous episode was also taped at another location, and our right. producer made a comment that it sounded like we had taped the episode in a bathroom. So I am dabbling with the idea of renaming these. They'll be the We're going to call them like the bathroom sessions or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so that's our producer, and we also have research assistance by Ashley Pacheco. Yes, we do. <laughs> Good one. All right. And our cre- creative director uh, and creative assistance by Berta Gutierrez. Yep. And as always, your co wranglers, Jacob and Allison. We swear we haven't been drinking. No. And uh, in today's undisclosed location, we do not have Raven, who is the queen of conchas, but we do have. Dwayne the Kitty Gutierrez. Yes. Uh, who you can follow on Instagram at Dwayne the Kitty. So if you like cats. Yeah, there you go. Do it. Alrighty, giddy up. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs>